0: This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur, and I'm your host, Chris Pavlisi. Hey guys, this episode is called Barely Here. Let me ask you a question. If you work in an office, when you go to a meeting, do you bring your laptop? When you go out to dinner with your family or friends, is your cell phone on the table? Do you check it? Do you take calls? Are you checking Instagram, Facebook maybe, Snapchat? When you're out hiking with your kids, taking a bike ride, hanging out at the beach, could be with your friends. Are you checking your phone? Are you taking selfies? Are you taking pictures for Instagram? Checking emails? There's a big difference between being here and being present. And I think we face a huge problem with the amount of content that we are consistently consuming on a daily basis. Phones have become like crack. They become addictive. And regardless if we're on our own and checking Instagram and checking Facebook and texting back and forth. Uh, taking pictures, whatever the case is. We want to document, we want to know exactly what's going on in every moment of all of our friends' lives. And we feel that they want to know what's going on in every moment in our life, which they probably don't. But we think they do. So we're constantly checking our phones. We're constantly texting, we're constantly on social media, we're constantly checking emails. It's become a big problem. It's become a big problem for me personally because it's one of my big, biggest pet peeves. So I'll get into a little bit more about being here or the difference between being here and being present. So let me give you a little example. I was out to dinner with my wife, Natalie, probably about four or five months ago. I forgot which restaurant we were at. Eating at, but that's immaterial. I looked over and I saw six friends. I assume they were six friends because they were all sitting together and they were waiting to order. Every single one of them had their phones up in front of their faces and they were tapping away and they were scrolling and they were swiping. I wanted to take a picture of this because I just thought it was completely ludicrous. But I thought to myself, oh my God, if these guys are friends and they're all sitting down together to enjoy some time together, they're, they're not even talking to each other. What are they enjoying? They're enjoying being somewhere else because that's effectively what they were doing. They weren't really there. They weren't sharing that time creating that experience, being with their friends, they were somewhere else because you can't be two places at the same time. We just, we haven't gotten there yet. But so when you're on your phone and when they were on their phones, I looked at them and said, well, they're sitting there, but they're not really there. They're, they're barely there. So i want to give you a little fact here. And I got these from uh insurance organization online. And it said that the average person spends 90 minutes per day on their phone. And this is across, this is the average across all age groups. It definitely is skewed to more time on a phone for younger folks, teenagers. They win. And as you get a little bit older and the older age groups up into your 40s it goes down a little bit but the average across all of them is 90 minutes per day it doesn't seem like a tremendous amount of time probably it kind of does but if you add that up that's 3.9 years of your life that you're spending on a phone think about it, if you cut that in half well what could you do in the next year almost just under 2 years of time in your life the average person and the 38 to 44-year-old age group checks their phone an average of 35 times per day. This goes up into the low hundreds in a teenage and young 20-ish age group. That's a lot of checking your phone. It's a lot of not living in the moment, not being present. So what are the effects of this? For one, for me, it's just super annoying. Because my time is very valuable, whether I'm spending that with my wife, with my daughter, Kinley, with my friends, or I'm facilitating a meeting at work, and people are on their laptops, I'm conducting a training class, providing some coaching, I'm checking in on status on a certain project, and everybody's tapping away, looking up once in a while. So what I do is I usually just ask a random question to somebody who I know is not paying attention. But whether it's in the workplace or it's at home, it has an impact on the person that you're with. Because what you're saying to them, the message you're sending to that person is that you are not important enough to me to not be fully engaged with you. So if I'm looking at my phone, I'm telling that person that Instagram or my email, or another friend that's texting me is clearly more important than the time that I'm spending with you. And it starts to deteriorate the relationship over time. Who wants to be with somebody? Why are you going to spend your valuable time with somebody who just isn't there? They're not engaged. They're not present. They're really not interested in the moment. They're not interested in what you might have to say or do. Because something else is more interesting at that particular second or moment. So that does have an impact. When you give somebody your time, your undivided attention, it shows them that you care. It shows them that you're not just there hearing, but you're actually listening, or what they call active listening. You're fully engaged. You're listening with empathy. It shows that you're vested in the moment, that you value their time. When you don't, it shows them that you're just – they're just not important enough. You have more important things to do and places to, quote, unquote, virtually be while you're actually with them. In meetings, it's the same way. So in my meetings now at Sony Pictures Entertainment, I have a rule that you cannot bring a laptop in. Unless it's an emergency situation and there's somebody in there from – DevOps that needs to keep a critical system running. Otherwise, it could take the company down. I, I get that. Maybe they're going through an upgrade and it's just a high impact you know, situation. So I understand that. But the emails, everything else, you've prioritized being in a meeting. You've committed to being in a meeting with me, listening to what I have to say, listening to what your teammates have to say, helping to improve the team to get better. I don't want you distracted by answering emails and giving your attention to something else. Cause you're telling the rest of the team that they're not as important. Whatever's in front of me is more important. So my wife and I were going through this. I was getting super annoyed. We would be, you know, limited time I have with my family. Um, after Kinley would go to sleep seven, seven thirty at night, we would just be on our phones. Instagramming, Facebooking, texting, et cetera, et cetera, So it became super annoying. I said This isn't quality time. What are we building here? Building our Instagram following maybe. That's awesome. Because that's going to be really, really important later on in life. When we look back and say, what did we do? Well, I got to 20,000 followers. Awesome. So – One of the things we did is we started what we call the phone zone. and It's worked out really well. Simple little thing everybody can do. And I promise you, it'll add value to your life and your family's life. There's a whole set of things that happen. There's a whole set of anxiety and stress that comes with checking your phone too often and too quickly. And... It causes stress and it causes anxiety. I'm not going to get into all those facts right now, but there's a whole set of things that do that. I don't know if you're like me, but if you've ever gone on vacation for a week and just made the conscious decision to say, I'm going to, quote, unquote, unplug, and you don't bring your phone or you leave your phone in the hotel room while you go out to the beach or whatever, it's amazing. Of the transformation that happens within you, the stress starts to alleviate. You start to not feel as anxious to check out what everybody else is doing or documenting everything that you're doing. The other thing is people have started to feel the need to document every aspect of their life. It's like a continuous reel throughout their day. But I don't know about you, but I like there to be some kind of mystery to my life. I think people like the mysterious person, at least to a certain degree. I don't want everybody knowing everything I do at every moment in every day that I live, either by myself or with my wife or with my daughter. Once in a while, great. We did a fun thing this weekend. I might post a picture up, say a sentence or two about it. It was great to see my family. We had fun on the Santa Monica Pier. But I'm not documenting every class she goes to, every this, every that, every video, et cetera, et cetera. My cat falling asleep. I don't have a cat, but my dog falling asleep. My dog doing this. Um, I'm painting this shelf today. Whatever, whatever. You name it. I'm not documenting every step of the way. I mean, leave something to the imagination. It's kind of like put a little lingerie on your life. So, back to this phone zone. 8 o'clock at night, my wife and I made an agreement. We said, 8 o'clock, we have a phone zone. It's a little dish, sits on the TV in our living room. We put our phones there. That's it. No more phones. We allow ourselves one, maybe one to two minute check before we go to bed at ten, eleven o'clock at night. So, we have two or three hours where we don't even touch our phones. We're not on social media. We're not... Chatting with friends, we're not doing whatever. If it was important, if we would have done it during the day, it's quality time for us. We watch a documentary, we read books. If we both agree, maybe we'll get on our laptops for a half hour, an hour, and we'll work on our respective projects, businesses, et cetera. And that's fine. We have an agreement to do that. The rest of the time we spend just together. What an amazing difference it made. The other thing we do is if we catch ourselves or either one of us, out with our daughter and starting to document every step of the way on a hike or a bike ride or a beach day, we just politely ask the other one, hey, would you mind, you know, putting the phone away for the next hour? Let's enjoy this moment. Let's keep this moment to ourselves without sharing it, keeping it more intimate, building this experience together rather than sharing it with the rest of the world or the Instagram audience or Facebook, because the phone zone's worked out really well. So that's one small thing I encourage you to try. Even if it's by yourself, even if you live alone and you don't have a significant other around every single night, put the phone down. Read a book. Don't worry about checking it. Instagram's not going under. Your friends are not falling off. They're not going to stop using Instagram in two hours or tomorrow or next week. At least not right now until the next next thing comes away, which will happen. It's already starting to happen to Facebook. So give that time back to yourself. Be present with yourself. Be present with the others. Give them the respect. Show them that they are valued. That they are important. That when you're with them, you're not just barely here. You're all there. You're all in. They're important. You've prioritized them. You've prioritized that time with them to show them that you care. That you care about your relationship with them, that you value their time. I guarantee you it'll come back to you. It'll help your relationship. People open up more. They want to talk to you more. They see that in you. They see that this is somebody who really values my time, who really respects me and the time that I'm giving them. So try that out. Try the phone zone. Try your own version of it. Try to cut back a half hour a day throughout the day. Instead of 35 times a day, check your phone 15 or 20 times a day. Keep account of it if you have to. It's a hard addiction. But it will help you. It will help you become less stressful. It'll help you be less anxious. And you're with other people. Be there. Be with them. Be present and be engaged. And if you do this, you'll start designing the life you truly want to live, and you'll start getting to done. All right, all right, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me and listening to the Unfiltered Entrepreneur Podcast. If you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave me a review. Also head on over to Facebook and join my Facebook group, the Unfiltered Entrepreneur, you can visit my website at chrispoglisi.com. Hope to see you again here real soon.